Hello everybody, welcome to another episode of Trolling the Paint, an NBA podcast. We got the usual trio, John, Will, and Trent. Trent, making his first ever appearance to Houston, Texas. I'm in studio today, which I found out is just John's bedroom. (laughs) And it's pretty clean in here. Dude, it's a nice studio. We pay really high monthly rental fees on it though. (laughs) God, man, if we don't pay up, they're going to have to shut the studio down. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, we're using a valuable studio time right now. Like an 8 Mile, when he's like, I'm buying, I'm saving my money up to buy studio time. That's us. We I grind. don't watch 8 Mile every night. Like, you know, I can sleep regularly with maybe some Z-Quil, a bit of chamomile tea. So you're saying, okay, hold Watching on. the Jazz play basketball, whatever it takes to go to sleep. <laughs> I'm using dead air like Colin Coward to my advantage today. Really... <laughs> the only thing you have in common with Callen, thing, so. Colin Coward is race baiting and the <laughs> fact that if you have one drink, you can't be trusted to tweet. Those, are the, all, those are the only two problems with it. quick time out. At least you don't have a Ryan Rosillo issue. <laughs> <laughs> quick time out. One. If anybody race based on this podcast, it's you. It's John, bro. What did I do? <laughs> no, I do xenophobic stuff about white European players. It's not race baiting. <laughs> Tyler once, uh, a listener of the podcast, Tyler Owen said that you were the Skip Bayless of this group. That <laughs> is said that because I'm white, so John Stephen A. Smith. <laughs> <laughs> to me, that's preposterous. <laughs> Crap, I do things of that nature. <laughs> Okay, we should probably make <laughs> fewer references that no one aside from us is going to understand. Okay, alright. So, for our first ever, was this all, what's the word, all present episode? Yeah, sure. Non-telecommunicated episode. Yeah, we are, we're all, we're all here, we're all on the mic. This is the last episode of 2018. <laughs> Today's topic is talking about all of our favorite things that happened in basketball this year, from January 1st to now. Trent and I definitely prepared. <laughs> Dead air. All of, the, <laughs> all of these suggestions going straight off the dome, I suppose. As usual. Hey, that's what makes them authentic, in my opinion, you know? Okay, so Either how... that or we just forgot a bunch of stuff and we're like, oh, what's the most recent thing that happened? Yeah, that, that's the most... All that of my thing. stuff is going to be from this week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did you uh, see James Harden score 40 against the Celtics? Yeah, that's the biggest moment of the year. Having some memory issues. <laughs> um, okay, so how are we going to do this? Are we going to go in a circle or do you want to rock, paper, scissors for the order? No, we'll just, we'll go and you can go first and we'll, we'll go this way, I guess, with it clockwise. Oh, I have to go last? Yeah. That okay. gives you time to think of something. Or you to take my ideas as usual. <laughs> I said Luka Doncic was going to be the next Larry Bird. <laughs> 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 can you uh, roll back the tape, please? Uh, I don't think that's accurate at all. Let's see. Okay. Okay, so I guess I start then? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah pressure on you. Oh, man. Um... Oh, are we recording? Yeah, we are. (laughs) (laughs) This is just a little podcast humor, guys. Man, I'm very torn between two things that happened this year that I was very excited about. I'm going to go with the one that's not so obvious. And so the the pick that I'm going to do is... um, 
finally getting a resolution of the whole LeBron and Cleveland drama. Mm. I feel like almost since the beginning of that, uh, almost since the beginning of that uh, second marriage in Cleveland, we kind of knew that it was still a ticking time bomb. And for like two years, there were rumors of him going to the Lakers, and I was just so happy that it was over with. And Cleveland sucks. And even though I hate the Lakers because of the Spurs history with them, I'm glad that they're doing better now. I like that. It was nice, John. <laughs> you guys got to be fucking kidding me. <laughs> what are you doing, Trey? Oh, no, I'm just I was, I was playing up the dead air thing. No, no, I, yeah, I agree. It didn't bother me as much. I, I like speculation and rumors, so that, that stuff is kind of fun. So uh, I'm uh, almost a little disappointed. The story that was interesting about like I guess sub story from that was the fact that no one came with him, and everybody thought yeah. that Paul George was L.A. bound or Kawhi would strong arm his way to the Lakers, and then all these reports came out uh, that it wasn't the case that Paul George didn't even want to meet with them, which I think is strange. I think they, I still think there might be some like higher power things going on with that, as in the NBA maybe said don't meet, you can't go to L.A. Because there was there were tampering there was there were tampering uh, fines levied toward the, against the Lakers mm. during the Paul George stuff, and it may have been a thing that happened because for him not to take a meeting was very strange just in general. Yeah, and then Kawhi <laughs> didn't really control his own fate, but could strong arm himself enough to get to a place where at least it made sense basketball wise, and. <clears throat> It came out that he would rather go to the Clippers after LeBron went to the Lakers, so that was interesting as well. So, yeah, I mean, the, the I have LeBron, a theory about that. What? Um, that he Blaze pizza is really bad. <laughs> no, it's not. Mod pizza's better. We've gone multiple times to Blaze. <laughs> I didn't like it either time, bro. So, Will here thinks that people don't want to play with LeBron because his pizza yeah, is subpar. No, I think I think the Paul George doesn't want to play with LeBron because of all the Pacers, um, Heat, Cavs stuff what? over the years. I mean, those were like really acrimonious series. So maybe I he think just Paul thinks George, LeBron's a dick, man. I think <laughs> Paul George's a weird, weird dude, and chose OKC for a bunch of different reasons. But one being that he doesn't have to be the a like he doesn't have to have so much attention on him because a small market. <laughs> B, Russell Westbrook's getting the majority of the press, whether it's positive or negative, in Oklahoma City. And if you see, like, he is playing a lot better this season, and maybe it's because just that comfortable, you know, that he's comfortable there, and that he's used to playing with Russell and used to playing off of him and, and used to being, uh, I don't know, like, a, I want to say, he's not really a sidekick because I feel like he's actually been better than Russell Westbrook this season. But <clears throat> at least as far as, like, alpha dog status, I think he's comfortable in the role that he has in, in Oklahoma City. Just, like, in the same way that LeBron has developed this, like... Honestly, um, you could make your, like... I know that you wanted to... That you mentioned LeBron heavily as far as, like, what you enjoyed. But you could almost uh-huh. say a free agency of this year was just really interesting as a whole. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. But uh, I was going to say that um, with LeBron, you can kind of make the argument that LeBron and Paul George kind of have the same thing, same thing going in the sense that anytime things go good for LeBron... He gets credit, and every time they go bad, everybody else gets the blame. And Paul George pretty much has it good in OKC because anytime anything goes wrong, people are going to point fingers at Russell Westbrook. And he got his max contract. Yeah. Hey, why cash. would anyone willingly choose to live in Oklahoma City? You don't know what the chilies are like there. They might be better. There. <laughs> <laughs> what is it, chili? Like, chili is like the restaurant. Oh, I thought chili was like some sort of slang word. <laughs> no, I mean, I don't know. I mean, maybe it is. I have no idea. I'm not, I've never been to Oklahoma, and I don't, I don't ever plan on going. I don't think they have slang words in Oklahoma. Um, all right, Trent. 
Europe now. Yeah, Not so... the country. Continent. <laughs> <laughs> Dead air. <laughs> um, mine's easy, because it was a long time coming. I'm, ha- I'm happy that it finally happened. I felt like he deserved it a couple times beforehand. And to me, my favorite moment was James Harden finally winning MVP, finally getting the recognition that he deserves as a top player in this league. And it's funny because it almost feels like it hasn't been re-litigated like the like the year that he lost to Westbrook, and that one sort of has always been like uh, questionable. People always go back to that one like, well, who really should have won, whether you thought Kawhi or Westbrook or Harden should have won? People pretty much unanimously agree that Harden was the MVP last season, but the fact remains that he still gets uh, <laughs> an extreme amount of negative criticism for not only... Uh, off the court stuff, which is harmless. Like people do criticize his off the court like demeanor, and but he still gets criticism for on the court stuff, such as getting free throws, being successful at getting to the free throw line, step back threes, getting fouled on three pointers. Like people just don't like the way he plays basketball. And I think for Rockets fans, and one like myself who was excited as soon as he got traded to the Houston. I'm not like a Fairweather fan. I was a fan of him before when he was at Oklahoma City, and I was very excited when he got traded to the Rockets. For him and some of his biggest supporters to get sort of some validation was nice. Because I thought he had an argument that he should have won it over Curry in 2015. I don't think he should have, but if you look back, it was close. And then I definitely think he should have won it over Westbrook. And from winning last year, and to have a, what they win 65 games, stuff like that was great. I mean, I think you could almost say the Rockets season as a whole, but specifically hard winning MVP was my favorite moment of 2018. I agree. Who, <laughs> who who wins in a series? The twenty eighteen Rockets or the ninety five Rockets? Twenty eighteen. The twenty eighteen Rockets is probably the best Houston Rockets team in the history of the franchise. I'm not even sure it's close. not the current Rockets listeners. Oh yeah, the, the, the two thousand seventeen two thousand eighteen Rockets because it's the yeah. two thousand eighteen two thousand nineteen Rockets. Yeah, I think that that's not even a close series. I think they're one of the best teams to not win the championship. Like they're right up there with like the Seattle SuperSonics. And Did you say ninety four or ninety five? The Jazz. Whichever one you think is better. Well, the ninety five team wasn't that good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, they uh, kind of the ninety four team would would get swept, and I think that the ninety five team. Would well, I mean, and also you have to look at the way the games played. I just feel like it would be really hard for a team that basically relied on post-ups to beat the Rockets team because the Rockets sort of encouraged post-ups. You could make a case that uh, Hakeem would average like 57 points a game or something. <laughs> yeah. Maybe he would, but I just don't think the other guy would score I mean, points. I think that that's like a super... That would be like a flighty dream for... <laughs> dream. <laughs> Hakeem the dream. Um, I, I don't think Capella would, would get like obliterated to the point where he gives up 57 points per game. No, I don't think so either. I'm just saying even if you want to make that argument... The second best player on that Rockets think. team was like Sam Cell. I still, it wasn't. It was probably Mario Eli or Otis Thorpe. I still don't think Otis even, Thorpe is almost washed. Even if Hakeem is like scoring forty points a game and getting like twenty five rebounds, I still don't think that team has enough horses to compete with last year. The Rockets. absolute best case scenario for that Rockets team is the Magic versus Lakers series where Dwight Howard scored like. 35 points and 18 rebounds for and they got beaten five. five and they lost in five yeah yeah. I actually think that <laughs> the the whatever the team was that lost to the Celtics in the finals in the 80s would have a better chance against last year's Rockets team and they didn't win the title they right most but they had no well, that one they were, I was talking about the other one the one with Ralph Sampson and Hakeem just because the oh, size okay, because the, that, like, the Rockets Achilles heel last season was size like when they played the Pelicans they struggled because they had Boogie and Davis etc so like if you want to make an argument 
about best Rockets team, and you like, win by matchups, and say you'd do like a tournament bracket or something, like that team would probably give last year's Rockets more trouble because of just size. But, yeah, man, the Rockets were really awesome last year. They have been less awesome this year for several reasons. <laughs> hey, man, they, what? they've won eight or nine games. But, well, according to Matt Moore, that's uh, fool's good. <laughs> TV, uh, according to Action Sports Networks, Matt Moore, that's fool's code. No one knows who the Action Sports Network is. I gotta, give him, I gotta give them some respect. I, I, like his, I like his work, but yeah, I disagree with him in, in the sense that Harden is a problem. <coughs> which has been, a, which is, like I said, still being a thing that's like, do you have anything to add about Harden winning MVP? What it meant to you living in Houston, et cetera, et cetera? Getting some validation? I don't know. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> no, I, I, it's cool to not have to talk about it anymore, but then there's like stupid ass graphics like in last night's Celtics Rockets game. The, uh, Keys to the win, winning the game for the Rockets. It said, Harden, play like an MVP. It's like, he does okay. it every night. Okay. <laughs> it's like, he's he's finished second in MVP voting twice and won MVP. Play like an MVP is kind of a stupid thing to, to say, you know? Like, he has, like, one out of five games where he doesn't play like an MVP. But it's, like, shitty that that's the barometer now. He has to be that good every single night for the Rockets to have a chance to win. Anyway. That's not really his fault, though. Yeah, my thing that was most exciting is rather petty. <laughs> oh man, this is gonna be great. So it's back to back pettiness in rounds in the playoffs. It's gonna be the Utah Jazz are bad. The this first season. one was the Thunder losing to the Jazz, <laughs> even though in the series they won a game that they were down twenty five points in. That happened, right? Or it wasn't the opposite. the Thunder came back. Yeah, the Thunder came back from down twenty five points. It yeah. still lost that series <laughs> five games now. And then my. Second most exciting moment, or no, it's the moment that made me the most happy. Okay, is that, that what it is? What that, is it? What, whatever you whatever like. your interpretation of okay, this, yeah. This so the is. second thing was the uh, I think it was Game Three of the Jazz Rocket series when Donovan that? Mitchell got blocked seven times after tweeting that Harden wasn't very good on Twitter. He didn't. Was, he said that he didn't really deserve MVP. He, he, he leaves nothing special. Can we pull up some receipts? Yeah, no, no, no. This happened. This happened. Can we pull up some receipts, John? Google yeah. Donovan Mitchell Harden tweet. Yeah, just do that. I don't remember this. I feel like I saw Marquise Chris say something like this, and then he deleted it when he got traded to the and, team. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> just the, the Utah Jazz being bad this season so far is my is my other most exciting thing. I think that's made them well, most happy. To... Reading all the stories about how great they were going to be. And even still, like, Trent saw another one this week that they're uh, due for a resurgence. Then they got blown the fuck out this week. So last, last <laughs> week, the Ringer posted a story about how the Jazz are... Figuring it out, and then they immediately went to fight with <laughs> during the week or something. And then, and then yesterday, all I mentioned was that ESPN's projected BPI rankings had the Jazz finishing ahead of the Rockets, even though the Rockets are sort of seemingly figuring things out, and the Jazz are still floundering. Um, I think they did beat Philadelphia last night, though. I'm not sure. No, they didn't. They lost. They lost. Okay. Yeah, at home by 17. Oh. Yeah, they didn't score 100. Sorry, we were at Aquaman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we saw a Cockleman last night. Did you say Cockleman? Yeah, I said Cockleman. Um, Aquaman. Ooh, that script was bad. John's looking something up, so we're just gonna stall for a minute. I don't. I don't see that tweet that you're yeah, talking you're, I, about. Yeah, we can't. I don't think that tweet happened. Right? I saw that he said it would be was really like strange for Donovan Mitchell, a friend of Chris Paul, to criticize James Harden publicly. There was a comment that he made. I guess it was something about him like complaining about the calls he would get, and there's something that says. Um, he was walking to the locker room after they lost in Game Four, and said, "He said if that's what he needs to win MVP, then fuck it." Oh yeah, that's, that's what, what I'm talking. About. That's, that's what, what I'm talking. About. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember so that. That was great when he got uh, blocked seven times. Which is funny because Harden's free throw rate goes down in the playoffs. Um, but I don't, want to, I don't want to talk about Harden's free throw rate because it is a pain. It is a pain. 
uh, yeah. pain point of conversation. But I just, I don't know. It's it's super irrational, and I don't even understand it myself. But I just fucking hate the Utah Jazz, which is really bizarre like, because you I really, really don't like Donovan Mitchell at all. I think he's my least favorite NBA player right now. Which is funny because Will paid <laughs> money. Nothing wrong with him. He paid money for a Utah Jazz hat. Hey man, that hat was dope. For John, <laughs> I thought John would like it. For Christmas, John likes the Jazz. I don't know what's going on though. You're giving the money. You're talking shit about him. He likes Donovan Mitchell. He likes Rudy Gobert. Yeah, the best, a good hat for John. <laughs> the best part of the Oklahoma City Jazz series was Ricky Rubio outplaying Westbrook and then Westbrook taking it personally and ignoring all help defense tendencies and yeah. just and face guarding Ricky Rubio, which is exactly what the Jazz wanted him to do. Alright, so here's my Once again proving Russ Westbrook's very, very, big, very, very, very low basketball IQ. Yes, here's I said my it. big Donovan Hot Mitchell take. problem, okay? So Jason Tatum rightfully is getting a ton of shit for not being good this season, right? Who's giving not him being shit? As good, like the I national, am? National media Who is, is? Gi- giving Jason Show Tatum me shit. an article. <laughs> Just name one. Bill, <laughs> I'm showing you an article right Bill now. Bill Simmons put Jason Tatum in his top five oh, trade rankings. Bill Simmons doesn't matter. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, you can't say, you can't just generalize, like, that he's getting a lot of hate when he's not. In fact, Jack and McMullen... Is he not? I, I just assumed that the, uh... I haven't seen any. I mean, I saw maybe some... Maybe I'm just that my perception's colored by you shitting all over Jason Tatum. I don't... I, my thing is, I don't <laughs> shit on him. I think he's good. I just don't there think There hasn't been any kind of a reckoning on the fact that Mitchell has not been any better and has been slightly worse than he was last year. There's been no talk about it. I, I've heard talk... The talk has just been podcasts. about how the Jazz are going to come on strong any day now. I haven't heard a deep... I haven't seen a deep dive into Donovan Mitchell's struggles this season. I haven't seen a deep dive into Jason Tatum's either. Um, the only thing that I think I saw about Jason Tatum was at the beginning of the year he was settling for mid-range jump shots, which everyone wrongfully or unfairly is a better word, unfairly <laughs> attributed to him working out with Kobe Bryant for like a week in the summer, and all of a sudden Jason Tatum's taking twenty footers and stuff, which is fine because I mean I enjoyed the memes <laughs> that I sent to you guys this summer about it, where he was, or there was one where it was like Jason Tatum was like, okay, what do I do when I'm doubled? And Kobe's like, shoot, 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 <laughs> shoot it. <laughs> <laughs> but they didn't put on that meme was that Kobe's answer to every other question was also shoot it. No, no the, the best one was he goes what do I do if I'm double teamed he goes shoot it and he goes what about my teammates that are open he goes look at them then shoot <laughs> <laughs> alright John who would you rather have if you were uh, starting an NBA franchise today Jason Tatum or Donovan Mitchell mm. um Man, that is tough because Mitchell. Ask John Trent. No, I know. I'm just, I'm just, I'm, I'm just throwing uh, my two cents in. I think that's tough. He's that's tough. Next, that's fine. You're gonna ask me Embiid or Tatum or something. Um, I don't know. I guess. I mean, I guess Tatum. I'm not really excited about either one right now. Wow. And I feel like they're both appropriately criticized this year. I have a better question. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> bro. No, I, mine's better. So you can, we have those two. They're on the board. I'm going to put one more name on the board. That's all. He's going to say yeah. Luca. I'm going to have Luka Doncic on the board. <laughs> if I said you could have Daisy Tatum, Luka Doncic, or Don Mitchell, and let's say that you're going to have them like Tim Duncan, Kobe Bryant, Dirk style, where you have oh. them for 20 years. They aren't, they're not going to leave them for agency. You get them for 20 years. <laughs> yeah, then Luka. Which one would you rather have? Yeah, clearly Luka. I think the order is Luka, Tatum, Mitchell, if you're having them for 20 years. Yeah. Because I, I, Mitchell's a small guy. He's yeah, age the he'll worst. probably wade. Like, he'll age like Wade at best. Um, I have a, I, I have an even more fun question for you. Who would you rather have, De'Aaron Fox or Donovan Mitchell? Man, that is interesting. Because <laughs> I think the answer right now, today, is De'Aaron Fox. I'd have Fox above anybody else in that class. I'd have them above Tatum and Mitchell and Ball. Fox above is the everybody. best player out of all of those guys. Yeah. <laughs> bro, you guys are forgetting one major. Factor. He's super saying, bro. <laughs> You're forgetting the fact that right now in Los Angeles. <laughs> 
Marco Fultz is having rehab. <laughs> That's true. That's true. That's true. Right, here's my case for De'Aaron Fox, okay? All of this time we've heard about how the Kings are this garbage fire organization and they can never do anything. I don't know why you say we're here. Poor we're still Boogie here. Cousins. Poor Boogie Cousins. He can't win. Donovan. I, I mean, I feel like that's all validated. De'Aaron Fox's second season, they have a winning record after 35 games. Where the fuck was that under Marcus Cousins? This, I think it just makes Cousins look worse and worse as the weeks go by. It, the Kings are still fine. That's fine. And you can have that opinion i think it goes a lot back to what we kind of talked about yesterday when we were talking about davis versus harden and just hypotheticals like yeah. who's better what would you rather have on your team i got you i got you and the fact that dan Fox controls the game more like boogie yeah. can't really control the game from the post i mean he kind of does yeah. but not not to the effect that fox does and that makes a huge difference and it's not all on fox either all other young guys are like finding a good fit among each other and developing well whereas cousins had Costas kufas and <laughs> rudy gay when he was andrew wiggins and with the sign and like other guys that played center like it didn't make any sense like and he had isaiah thomas for like one yeah season. and they had isaiah thomas and they let him go they let him go <laughs> i, like I guys, think he didn't um, like I don't think he liked Boogie. I like when you guys analyze why my straw man is wrong. I like it. I like it. Honestly, <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, I, I created a straw man just now, and I let you dismantle it. It's, should, should we do it's another classic round? technique. Should we do another round of things we liked, or we could do things no. we didn't like? Well, or, we do are we just we doing do. random chatter now? Yeah, I mean, John, pick okay. another random-ass category. Okay. Did you write some down or no? Uh, no, I was just going okay. straight off the dome. Oh, man, triple dome. Okay. Yeah, well, let's just get it over with. <laughs> My number one favorite player, the man favorite who's player, on my like Christmas that. tree, Luka Doncic. <laughs> you can go back and listen to the old, what did we even call the last podcast again? I forgot. Barbacoa. Uh, Barbacoa, Big Red. Big Red. Basketball. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was preaching every single time a team was tanking that they'll be glad they did it because of Luka Doncic, and I'm glad that he's proving me right, even though it's in fucking Dallas. Yeah, that that's it's like the, a worst case scenario that he's on the for us. Mavericks fan. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't it doesn't bother me this year because they're not good. I feel like as soon as like they're I, I mean, I don't think they're going to be good anytime soon. As soon as they start winning like fifty five games and Lucas scoring like thirty points a game. All right, so here's, <laughs> here's why it doesn't matter. Super excited. It doesn't matter because unless Luka Doncic can convince Mark Cuban to fire Donnie Nelson Jr., they're going to be bad still. I think Donnie Nelson Jr. has done a pretty good job. I think apparently Dinos Jr. was the reason they even went and got Luca. He was like, "We're getting him." He's they're the good player. at developing like from the inside and getting free agents. Like the reason they suck is because they always think that they're like a contender for all stars and free agency, and it bites them in the ass. They need to just get over that mentality until they actually have a good team to woo a star player, yeah. and then maybe that'll work. But these motherfuckers were like in the lottery, <laughs> thinking they were going to get Dwight Howard and Darren Williams in the same year, and. Just, that would have been so bad. Yeah, also. they're lucky <laughs> like that they didn't do that. <laughs> they're lucky that they did spend all their money like on the, Harrison Barnes. How the Rockets avoided the uh, Chris Bosh, Chandler Parsons, Doomsday scenario. <laughs> 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 it really is funny looking back at that because I think what did he got the he had the blood clot the the next season, right? Yeah, no, yeah, no, it was, it was ten no, games. It was two years after that. No, it was the next no, no, ten they, games into played, the next season. He played that one the one year after. <laughs> you could theoretically. Yeah, he played the whole season. Yeah, you could theoretically make an argument that they would have won. A, they could have Carson won a title. Carson played the whole season, and we watched the playoff year. game against Dallas, and and Houston fans booed him the whole time. He, he got hurt in that playoff yeah. series. In the game, that's where they had Rondo. They, they brought oh, in Rondo. That was, that was a big. They mess. thought that Rondo and uh, Rick Carlisle were going to be best buds. <laughs> well, I think actually the story was that Rick Carlisle didn't really want Rondo, but they were like, "We have to try," and he was like, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. It was Rick cool. Carlisle it was cool didn't want him. Yeah, and Donnie Nelson Jr. traded for him anyway. I don't think it's a coincidence that the one year they won the championship, it was headlined by Dirk and then followed by a bunch of high quality role players like Stojakovic and Marion and Tatum and uh, Terry and Chandler. Jason yeah. Kidd. 
Yeah, those guys like Hall that. Hall of Famer Jason Kidd. Yeah. That's the kind of Deshaun way that they Stevenson. should... Deshaun Stevenson. Deshaun Stevenson. That's the kind of way that they should be <laughs> constructing... That should be their mentality for constructing the roster until they can actually prove that they can sign more than one All-Star. Not to when mention... did Dennis Smith Jr. get drafted? Like two years ago? Like, he was their lottery pick before Luka. Yeah. Oh, so last And year. he's already on the trade block. Did he, uh, yeah. did he go above Fox or after Fox? He went after. Oh, okay. He was like eight or nine. So uh, Mitchell got drafted after him, but not. Yeah, I think Mitchell he got I th- drafted after him. Yeah, but I think Fox was five, and I think Smith was okay. like ten. So they, they didn't whiff on Fox, at least. No, they didn't whiff on Fox. Um, <clears throat> I think it is a little early for them to start trading him, but they are. I guess they're all in on putting the ball in Luke's hands as much as possible, and maybe and and we don't know what's going on in practice and what they're seeing, but maybe Jalen Brunson is actually better than than second round pick because I always thought he was I thought he was going to be a good pro maybe he is I don't know yeah they do have a lot of guards they have Brea and Devin Harris I mean it's, it'd be scoff and laugh <laughs> you're going to say that for like literally the last 10 years we, I know yeah, I say, and for the next 10 but years we scoff and laugh but it's like I mean JJ Brea is only productive in two scenarios the Puerto Rican national team and on the Dallas Mavericks I know we again we scoff and laugh but the idea is that Lucas should probably have the ball when the starters are on the court, and Berea should have the ball when the bench is on the court. And I think if that's the case, then what is Dennis Smith? Is he developing? No, like I mean, I don't, I don't think more. he's... I personally don't think he's very good. Um, but they just need Dirk to retire. I don't know right? yet. He's only a second-year guard. I feel like yeah. they, they need to move past the Dirk thing now. Like, nah. I think ba- basketball-wise, I think he hurts him when he's on the floor. Who cares? They're not, they're not trying to win. Why, I mean, why, why are they only two games below 500 right now? I don't they're know. Because well, I mean, Luke is that good. I mean, he, kind of, he has been really good. Yeah. It's true. Oh, okay, well, I guess I'll eat the crow now. I said that we should uh, temper our expectations for Luke. I probably said it in uh, more harsh terms than that because I was upset that everyone was anointing the guy already. But yeah, he's the he's very yeah. very. Call him European Larry Bird. Yeah. On this podcast, Trent called European Larry Bird before he like yeah. like like before they played a game. I, I hope that he doesn't on the record. Have injury problems in the NBA. He has like a hip thing right now, but I think he's fine. I, I think he's playing. Yeah. I just I, I I don't want him to get banged and bruised up a bunch. I think Dallas probably needs someone to take that abuse. And DeAndre Jordan apparently uh, has semen shoes now. Yeah. <laughs> I watched the oh, I read the Zach Lowe article and then saw watched all the clips of DeAndre Jordan not <laughs> jumping on offense or defense, standing around. <laughs> um, yeah, this is his last. This is his last year of being relevant. I think. Yeah. I was gonna say the, the as far as Luca goes, my favorite part of the Luca stuff isn't that you come around like I figured that would happen, or that writers have come around and admitted that they were wrong or whatever, or even like you hear the sources of the GMs and stuff saying they were wrong. My favorite part has been that the his fellow NBA players have been like, "Holy shit!" Yeah, like, you saw like Draymond was like, "That guy's already good." Like he's like, "I don't even." He's like, "That guy's already really good." Like he's already a problem. And like this stuff like that is like this dude is nineteen and like Draymond Green is like one of the best defense players in the last thirty years. He had the saying, choice to kick him in the nuts and he chose to compliment him right. instead. And he yeah, was my, saying my, that he's so already really that's good. That's why that's my worry is that the last time I remember being this excited about a really, really young guy was who who do you guys know? LeBron? No. no. <laughs> I mean everybody was pretty much already all in on LeBron. I'm I'm, just, I'm talking about Chris Stapps Porzingis, but like yeah, yeah, he, he just, just like injuries. started getting injured all of a sudden. But he wasn't this good as rookie year. No, he wasn't this good, but for, like, the first 15 games of his rookie year, people were this hyped for him. Yeah, I will say the thing with the difference is the guys over seven feet with... Yeah, it's a It's, a it's just a difference. Yeah. yeah, it's a different it's thing. It's a foot thing. Or a yeah. leg thing. Whereas Luca's more like a traditional wing. He's And he's not small or frail. He's a big guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because I'm, ho- I'm hopeful that that's not going to be a thing. I just really hate it when uh, players 
bodies get sapped because of injuries. Yeah. Just, I'm, sorry, I'm, Chandler Parsons. <laughs> still hate you, but it is sad that what happened to your NBA career. By the way, yeah, the, for those who don't know, the reason Will hates Chandler Parsons is not because he uh, signed with the Rockets' uh, rival. It's because he said Houston was dirty. <laughs> and Will, being a Houstonian, took offense to that and forever will... Well, I mean, a lot of people uh, felt like there was like some racial coding in that, too. Because he, well, he went to that. Dallas, which is like... <laughs> The only difference between Houston and Dallas is that Dallas is predominantly white in the northern part of Dallas, and like Chandler Parsons is like a hardcore bro, wears backwards from Orlando. <laughs> he went to Florida. Yeah, yeah from yeah. Orlando. I also said that I wear. I'm wearing it backwards. You're wearing it backwards yeah, right now. <laughs> um. Anyway, um. The real, the great thing about this Luca thing is that we can do it again next year. With Zion. <laughs> we, we get to say, man, Zion's the next Charles Barkley, and Will goes, man, you guys need to hold your horses. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, so, I mean, we can start that right now if you want. We can start right now. And then Zion's right. gonna come in the league and Zion dunk on everybody for three weeks. Shoot. He can play center though. They don't even need he can him to shoot. shoot. Trent told me he couldn't the other day. And I well, looked up his shooting stats, and all of his percentages are bad. Not his, not his field percentage. Oh, yeah, because he dunks. <laughs> Dunking over kids that go to Maryland isn't like NBA. It doesn't make right. him NBA record. Here's the thing, though. People said that about him in high school, too. They were like, oh, he's dunking on a bunch of kids that aren't big, like whatever. Yeah, whatever. but that's, Who cares? That's a, yeah. that's goes to college. He does it again. And it makes me think he's going to go to the NBA. They're like, oh, he can't do that in the NBA, and he's going to do all it right, again. All right, so my, my, my case for Zion Williamson, my reasons. No, no, for for Zion Williamson, why it, the college thing doesn't matter is because people shit talked Ben Simmons the whole time he was at LSU because LSU and he didn't wasn't win and he wasn't very and good. He wasn't even good there, and it's just like none of that really matters. Like it, Zion doesn't have to try; it doesn't really matter if they win the national championship. Honestly, no Zion gives a shit. He's just <laughs> biding time, making himself famous, and waiting to cash the check. And Zion's skill set actually fits better in the NBA than it does. In How tall is Zion? He's a six eight, six seven is what it says on ESPN. Okay, so he's gonna have to play power forward in the NBA. He's a power forward. He can be a center if he wants to. I mean, I don't think he'll start at center, but he'll finish games at center. But he's not a right, the so only player. Are we not worried about Dwight Howard syndrome here? Dwight that, Howard that he's going to be good for like five or six years until the fact that he's six eight. Dwight Howard was good for up. ten years, man. Dwight Howard was pretty good for ten years. He was Dwight Howard was really years. good for. Like, Dwight Howard's a Hall of Fame center. Dwight, yeah, yeah, but Dwight Howard was only really good on Orlando. He yeah. wasn't very good at all on the Lakers, and then he was pretty good on the Rockets. But yeah, but if you're if you're if, you're if your career, I guess, is Dwight Howard. Yeah, that's that's pretty, pretty, if you're Zion Williams, yeah. I feel like you're like, yeah, I'll take that. Dwight Howard yeah. should have won an MVP award, and he should have won a championship. So, there we go. I don't know if he would. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. I think that that, that, that Magic team was better than the Lakers team. Um, if Courtney Lee could tip the ball. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't know. I feel like if you play that series more times, that the Magic win an equal number of them. I don't no, I don't think so. I thought it was pretty even. I think those Lakers teams were a lot better than people remember, but that's just maybe that's my own personal bias. I just wanted Hito Turkoglu to win a championship, bro. Yeah, when he was juiced up, <laughs> juiced up like John that Jones. That's why I said it. Rashard Lewis, juiced like John Jones. <laughs> Rashard Lewis, uh, Lewis was juicing on that team too. Everyone on the team was juicing. <laughs> uh, but Dwight was more of a bat. I mean, like his he yes, maybe it was just because he took a beating and he was always undersized. But a lot of that might have been. I think a lot of that was his back injuries. Yeah, I, I'm just I worry about a guy whose main thing right now is dunking. The fact that he's not big, here's, he's not here, big enough. Here's my cell. He's not Shaq. Here's my cell. He's not he's not that kind of dunker, a. And he has a lot of the so it, it's almost like the the best comparison is Charles Barkley, but he's actually bigger than Charles Barkley. So if you wanted to do like a career by career like best case scenario, you'd say 
Well, Charles Barkley, because they both have sort of similar physicalities, and they're both explosive off-the-floor athletes. Okay, but and Charles all... Barkley, what made Charles Barkley so good wasn't that he was an explosive off-the-court or off-the-court Oh, that for athlete. sure is what made him so good. Well, I mean, it's... Six-four power forwards aren't making it without that. Yeah. No, but he did that because of grit and strength and the, the toughness to get rebounds and stuff. That's yeah. not something that you can tell whether or not Zion has playing against college guys in the ACC. Okay, well, not. well, sure. I mean, I mean I guess, you can't. I mean, that's not really fair because we don't know yet. He hasn't played again. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's it's not something we can tell. I'm not saying he doesn't have that. I'm just saying yeah. that's good. You can't assume that he's Charles Barkley because you I'm watch him dunk on Barkley. Wake Forest. That's I'm saying that his skill set is similar in the sense that he plays hard all the time. He can dribble. All, he can get a rebound and go up the floor himself. He can pass. He can block shots. These are all things that. Barkley so he never takes do. possessions off. No, man. Okay. He's no. an animal. That's good. Yeah, he's like, uh... He's smaller than Blake Griffin then, right? He, actually, I don't know. He's probably a little shorter, but... I don't, he's shorter, he's but bigger bulkier. than Blake Griffin. Okay. His, his physique, he's already bigger than LeBron was when LeBron was in the NBA first. Like, he's huge for a 19 so Yeah, there was like a story... <laughs> I have no idea, and I'm not like going to say whether or not a story a few weeks ago about how literally the only player bigger than him in the NBA is Boban. Yeah, but I think, that's, I think those weights are wrong, though. Those reported weights are probably not accurate. It seems to me like if you put Zion next to some NBA players, you'd be like, well, "That doesn't really like." Is he bigger than like he's not? He doesn't weigh more than Boogie Cousins. There's no way. Nah, man. Like I think some of those reported weights have to be like wrong, but maybe they're not. I don't know. I it don't just know. Seems have like you seen how much Draymond weighs the first week of every season? Okay, that's not nice, bro. <laughs> yeah. Also, how often they update those reported weights? Yeah, but I mean, it's. I mean, just as that example is like we we think of like players who can outmuscle him, and like we instantly have to think of someone like Demarcus Cousins. It's like yeah, no, I'm I think he'll be fine. I don't know if I would want to play him at center the whole game. I think you would want to play him at power forward for a little bit, but yeah, and even small forward. If he does become a good three point shooter, then you could play him literally anywhere. So what's his worst case yeah. scenario? Julius Randle. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Which is pretty good because as long like, as he tries hard. Yeah. <laughs> Julius Randle, I feel like, has sort of... I don't want to say he's tapped his potential, but I don't know how much better Julius Randle can be. Yeah, but if Julius Randle plays at this level, he can win six and a half. Right, that's what I mean. But that's his floor. That's like, yeah. that's his floor, which yeah, is yeah, yeah, stupid. Crazy. But anyway, um, we're going back around. What did you say was your thing? Luca. Luca, right. Okay. Oh, yeah. What are we talking about? <laughs> like, what's the category? It's just like... Uh, cover any category. He said favorite player, so I'll just keep that up. I'll just do favorite player. So my favorite player of 2018 was. I'm trying to think of one. You want to go? <laughs> if you want. All right, my favorite player of 2018, and this will come as no surprise to anyone who talks to me on a regular basis. Donovan Mitchell. <laughs> he is PJ Tucker. Oh yeah, that's good. <laughs> he posts about pancakes all the time. He loves shoes and he eats ice cream before games. <gasps> he also yeah. wears really cool outfits. Um, you know, and he plays harder than anyone else on the Rockets, and maybe anyone else in the NBA. Um, he does almost everything. He has, like, a limited amount of basketball skill, but he makes up for it by the fact that he, like, takes it. He reminds me of Charles Barkley. It's not. (laughs) Maybe physically. Physically. You can say, like, oh, they look like they are both 6'5", power forwards, and they are... No, uh, P.J. Tucker reminds me of the best possible version of Chuck Hayes. Long-time Rockets fans will remember the Chuck Wagon. Yeah, he's That's like, why they call him the Tuck Wagon now. He's like a super version of that. Yeah, he just like... That's actually a really good comparison. He gets in there, as the people like to say. And also, he really likes pancakes. <laughs> <laughs> we literally went to... He's a joy to have on the team, and he's the perfect foil to Harden, because Harden doesn't <laughs> try all the time. 
And so you needed a, a guy out there. <coughs> we went trying. to an ice cream place today just because Peter Tucker posted about on his Instagram thing. Bro, which one was that? Cream mystery. Oh yeah, I've been there. That place is good. Yeah, I had the cookie butter ice cream, man. It was delicious. <laughs> Shout out to you, PJ Tucker, wherever Shout you are. Shout out to PJ Tucker. We're on a plane to New Orleans right now. Um, my favorite player of 2018, because I don't want to say Harden, uh, I'll say LeBron, only because he keeps reminding us how great he is and the fact that he's been until Christmas supremely durable, like more durable than oh, he yeah. ever has been in any other point in his career. You want a hot take? Yeah, I want always. This is the beginning of the decline of LeBron. Because <laughs> he grand injuries are old man injuries, though, for real. I mean, I don't. Yeah, at least it's not as. I, I hope that it's not a grunt injury that persists. Like he comes back for five games and and twinges it again. You mean like Chris Paul's <laughs> hamstring? Bro, I really don't want to think or talk about Chris Paul. Chris Paul's dead to me. Wow, bro. Took Tillman's money and now he's dead to you. <laughs> It's not all Tillman's money. We looked it up again today, remember? Yeah, Tillman borrowed $1.75 billion to buy the Rockets. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, yeah, LeBron has been awesome. Uh, Do you Luka pick a, up there like a, a better player? Oh, the, like the, more the interesting player choice, of all time. <laughs> a more interesting choice. I mean, I would say, like, I really like the way Boogie was playing, but then he got hurt, so I was like, kind of like, can't say him. DeMar DeRozan's still available. I like the way DeMar DeRozan <laughs> plays. I know, a player I really That's what like... R.C. Buford says on the phone every single day to every GM. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. That's, not, <laughs> that's not gonna happen. It was a good burn, though. A uh, player I like really watching, which makes no sense. And I don't even watch him that much, but every time I watch a Wizards game I like watching him play, is Bradley Beal. I think he's got like one of the smoothest games in the league, and I feel bad for him because he has to play with John Wall and uh, some other guys that don't really try that hard. Yeah. When you but said Washington, really like I thought Jan Mahimi, but oh, yeah, Brad Beal, Bradley Beal's a good choice, too. I mean, <laughs> you, know, you know what's been really good this year? Paul George. I, I haven't watched a lot, but he's taking his game to another level, and I didn't even know if he could do that. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of Twitter chatter about him needing to be in the MVP conversation. I think he does. If they if they finish with the top two seed, you can make a super-duper case for him. Who are we talking about? Uh, Paul, Paul George. George. Also, the... I don't think they're going to finish in the top two, so I don't think the MVP, the MVP race has been... This is about as wide open as it's been in a while. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Um, Kawhi. Oh, watching Kawhi come back has been great, too. Yeah, I'm a Raptors fan now. I if forgot. You're in, if you're into that. <laughs> Y'all must have <laughs> forgot how great he was, because he's been really awesome. Oh, me next. About the MVP case. Oh yeah, yeah. That just yeah. That it's completely wide open. I was gonna say up up to this point, it's been Kawhi, Giannis, Anthony Davis, LeBron, um, a little bit of Kevin Durant, and Steph Davis Curry. They're not even in the playoffs, right? Are they? I don't know. Yeah. And then uh, now you can make the conversation for Paul George and James Harden. I wouldn't put Harden in there. He just has no chance of winning it. Yeah, but I mean, based on merit. Based on how he's performing, if the Rockets year. can get up to like second, maybe I think he has a chance if they can get up to second. Especially if Paul misses the rest of the season. Which Here's a hot hard. take: It's not even that; it's like lukewarm. Harden will never be top three MVP again. I guarantee you that you were wrong, and that he'll be top three at the end of the season. Write it down: <laughs> He will not be top three MVP again. No, I don't even think he's top three right now. It's Giannis, LeBron, and Kawhi. It's not Harden. Harden's not gonna. So he doesn't have the media support to be top three in MVP voting anymore. Last year they gave it to him because they were like, "Well, there's no one else, and he should have won it the year before, so I guess we have to." And this year it's like, "Ha, we already gave you. We already gave you one." Jim. Yeah, Get I was gonna say, is it weird that he uh, like only won it once, but there's so much voter fatigue with him? Yeah, it's weird in the sense that 
I think voters were very protective of their votes the year Westbrook won, and they were like, well, you know, triple-double is significant of a triple-double. Meanwhile, I think, what did Westbrook, didn't he, like, basically average one last year, and he didn't even get close to the yeah. top of it? That's like, dude, you guys don't care about that. You also, just didn't to, want to uh, give it to Harden. to throw in on what you guys were saying a minute ago about Anthony Davis, no, New Orleans is not in the playoffs. They're in 14th place in the Western Conference. I was and right. they lost five games in a row. Doesn't mean anything, though, because the Rockets were 14th for a while. No, so. no, no, but they're... They're five games under 500, and they're four games out of eight already. We were there. The Rockets were there, too, at one point this season. Like, we were, like, two and seven. <laughs> they're 15 and 20. It's uh, it's getting a little bit late I mean, the Rockets to be are... in 14th place, is what I'm I saying. Know, <coughs> is there anything else you guys want to talk about? Anything Poor Anthony we, we look forward to, maybe? We look forward to? The Anthony Davis de- stuff is happening. Yeah, I mean, that has to be the number one story of 2019 is what ends up happening with Anthony Davis. I mean, I, I can't think of any other story that could compare to that. I think he's going to get traded this season. Wow, in, in season. In season. Then it must I, be to the Lakers then. No, I think he's going to get traded to Boston, bro. Boston can't trade for him. They can't trade for him. Why? Because they can't do it while Kyrie isn't re-upped. They have to wait till they re-sign Kyrie to do it contract uh, cap-wise. You can't, oh, you can't okay. have two players... I think the rule is that you can't have two players who in the same summer are eligible for the Supermax. So, so they, they have, have to get Kyrie to re-sign? So they have to re-sign Kyrie first. Can they re-sign Kyrie right now, or is it not, no. Eligible? No. not eligible? No, okay. it has so to They be actually the literally can't do it right they now. They cannot yeah. do it. <laughs> so that, that complicates things for the Pelicans and for Boston, because... The Pelicans want the best the, Pel- the Pelicans have no impetus to not trade him this season now. No, they can wait to the summer. They can, I mean, they can keep him. If Anthony Davis says, I'll come back, they can sign him. I, I, I'm, I think I, Although along with all the national like NBA writers, are, yeah. and, and I'm uh, sure you guys think that he's not coming back. I don't, he's definitely not telling them that he's I, coming back. I think he'll be traded in the summer, but I don't know. I mean, yeah, I no, but swear. they still have to give him that Supermax offer on the first day of free agency. Yeah, it won't Ooh. happen until after that, unless Anthony Davis says, I want to be traded now. I just... Like, how could he not be getting to that point? He finally had, like, a, a taste of playoff success, and now his team is, like, it's worse. They're worse than the fucking Kings. Yeah, the I mean, no, I mean, there, there's, there's, no, there's no incentive for New Orleans to trade him right now. Unless he says, I want to be traded. Even then, they might not. Even then, no. Why, why would people pay more next season for him? Like, why would they, because they the, offer more? He would be that much closer to free agency, and they would, like, for teams that are, like, Need to like make a push for a for a superstar. That would be the year because they can't risk another team trading for him and letting him be impressed by that team. Yeah, my story looking looking forward of the year. I was just to piggyback off of this because it's, it's it's not it's like half the same story as which big star plays with LeBron. Which which big star does go there? There won't be one. I think it's gonna be Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant. I think Durant's gonna play with LeBron. I really do. I think that's a smokescreen. The whole thing, like oh, you know, whatever, whatever. Because I think if Kevin Durant went and played with LeBron, it wouldn't be like what he said it was like. Like where LeBron gets all the praise and everybody shits on the second guy. If Kevin Durant went to play with LeBron, he would be treated as a LeBron equal. I don't think that that stuff would happen. I don't know. I feel like people thought that would happen when he went to Golden State. And that clearly isn't the case. I don't see it happening with anybody who goes to L.A. Kevin Durant (sighs) wants acceptance and people to celebrate him. But then, like, what, what fan base is better? 
the, the Lakers the fans to face LeBron yeah, the, for like the, weeks when he got signed. There was like a bunch of like Twitter tra- Twitter, Twitter chatter of, of Lakers fans saying that Le- very, LeBron has to prove himself before we compare him to Kobe. That's or, a very small percentage of Lakers fans. Yeah, but we all know that but Kevin this, Durant is inordinately affected by Twitter trolls. Just the fact that that buzzes around okay, maybe, is like, maybe you gotta it's be kidding me. me. Maybe it's just me Kevin wanting Durant that. Durant is gonna play for the new... No, not the... The Brooklyn Nets, bro. They don't have the money next year. I don't think. Do they have I thought cash? they did. They do. They I thought play, they had the room they, for two. They finally get off their oh. bad cap situation. I, He's yeah. playing for the Nets, bro. It'll be an interesting choice. I'm, bro. I mean, I mean, I, I bought that win. Nets hat the other day. Bro. <laughs> Kevin Durant and Karis LeVert with his new ankle are going to fuck everybody up next summer. <laughs> so, with Jalen Brown sort of falling back to normal from his playoff run, and... It seems like they wouldn't put Tatum on the table for a Davis trade. Who? What would you? What package would you rather have? Would it be like picks and Jalen Brown, or would you rather have Lonzo and Ingram and? I would Kuzma? rather have Gordon Hayward and Jalen Brown. You think they would put Hayward on the table? Yeah. If he finishes um, the season playing the same, <laughs> way he's played this you season. would rather have Gordon Hayward, who is already like an established pro and has probably reached the ceiling, and Jalen Brown, a guy that's not playing that well, over Ingram, a guy over Ingram and. Uh, Lonzo. Okay, so let's just I'm, just... I'm just asking. I just want to throw this one thing out there. Jalen Brown has played in the NBA so far better than Brandon Ingram has ever in the NBA, right? Like, currently, well, I mean, Jalen but... Brown hasn't played well this season, but last season he was better than Ingram's ever been. Right? In the playoffs, you can make a case, but Brandon yeah. was pretty good last year. I mean, down the stretch <laughs> last year, when once Kyrie got injured, <clears throat> Jalen Brown was probably as good as Jason Tatum, and he was their best player for a long stretch of the season last year. Okay. And Brandon Ingram. I feel like people see Brandon Ingram. Can't play with LeBron now. Well, he can't shoot, and he needs the ball. That's why he can't play LeBron. I just, I, I think that Brandon Ingram is one of the more overrated players. Like rocking up the fantasy points for your boy, though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna talk about fantasy basketball. <laughs> it's not a fantasy basketball podcast. Um, I just think that Brandon Ingram is super overrated. I don't think that that is, and I don't think that that's a good package at all. If Brandon Ingram is the best player. It'll be one You're getting up the best player in the history of your franchise for fucking Brandon Ingram. But they're going to lose him anyway. You're going to sell that. You're going to get like 2,000 people at your games. So, Oh, but Jalen Brown and Gordon Hayward are going to sell Jalen Brown almost made the finals. He almost dragged the Celtics into the finals. Okay, I think you're like, if your person was, oh, he played really well, then it became he was their best player, and now it's he dragged them. Is he LeBron? I don't know. Tatum and Brown were about. really good, and they went yeah, to the with LeBron last year. Tatum and Brown and Rozier. And yeah, Horford, okay. those are all, that's a what good team. What has Brandon Ingram ever did? <clears throat> what has he done in his NBA career? Scored 27 points once? I'm just not going to overreact. That's the highlight of his NBA career. Is I'm not going to overreact. I'm not going to overreact. It's because the whole Lakers team was garbage last year. I'd say that he dragged the Their Celtics to the whole team was garbage, finals. okay? So, in a similar situation where the whole team is garbage. Don't not say that Celtics team was that garbage. Was not, no, 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 that no, no, was no, no, not no, no, Boston. That is going to trigger me. I literally have not even finished making my point. What's the guy on the Suns' name? Devin Booker? Devin Booker, also on a shitty team, <gasps> averaged like 30 points a game. So Brandon Ingram. 70 in a game. Yeah, yeah. Because his thing is shooting. What is Brandon Ingram's thing? What is his thing? He's a good, he's a good, he's a good ball handler. And he can, he can I mean, he's like, he doesn't have one specific skill set. He's like an all-around kind of player. I just feel like he has got a higher ceiling. Is that? Am I wrong to think that? Do you, what do you think? Him and Booker? Him no. versus Brown. Brown. Uh, I think I would go Brown. Hmm. I've always been... I feel like I've always been higher than most on Brown, though. Okay. Same, yeah. obviously. So if you were in New Orleans <laughs> and Anthony Davis said, I want to get traded, 
and the Lakers yeah. said, "Okay, here's the here's our here's our best offer." Because I, I don't think the Lakers are playing games. They'd be like, "Here's our best offer. Here's everybody that we can give you." I wouldn't take. You it. would wait until the Celtics can do it. Yeah, and then see what they what they were doing, and as opposed to just making the best deal available now. I mean, I think you think about it if it's like Brown and a bunch of the other guys on that team. But if it's Brown and Hayward, you say yes immediately. There you yeah. go. You got a team. And you can probably get some picks out of Danny Ainge, too, because I think he's been one Davis for a long time. And if he can get Davis without giving up Tatum, and without get, obviously he won't give up Kyrie. Like, what's the Lakers package? Ingram I mean, it's and future, Ball, it's future or picks. Ingram and Hart, or Ingram and Kuzma? It's future picks and some combination of those, of the, the, the three of those guys. I think they want to keep Hart, but it might be. Yeah. If they, if they are, want Hart, then they'll probably put him in the deal, but I don't think they would... I mean, yeah. you've already seen Kuzma play with Randall right next to each other. Which would you rather have? I'd rather have Randall. Kuzma's good. He's been fine this season. Are we, are we uh, teetering down, John? Where are we at? We're at uh, 48 minutes. Oh, yeah. We still got a little bit of time to riff. But, uh, <laughs> no, I don't know. I, um... I just don't think Brandon Ingram's good. I think... Yeah, I mean, I think it's that's a, a bit of early. He's like 21 years old. <laughs> but, um... But, um, no, I don't know. I just, let's say that, what, what do you guys think the trade package is? Is it like, are we all in agreement that he's going to Boston, Anthony Davis? Well, we don't know. I think it's the most likely place for him to go. It's probably most likely, but. I, I think that the, the I mean, fact that they can't trade from this season hurts them. I wouldn't be surprised if the somebody in the Pelicans front office <clears> thought Ingram was the best player available in any trade and decided that he want, they wanted to do that. That wouldn't be that surprising to me. I don't think it's like a blowout for Jalen Brown. Yeah. That team would at least have some good draft picks after they make that trade. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Would they, though? Well, they don't really <laughs> have, they would be terrible. They don't have many of their own picks. Okay, I was going to say. And okay, the so, Lakers picks wouldn't be worth a damn thing if they had LeBron yeah. and Anthony Davis. Yeah. So what is the what is the upside of that deal, then? You hope Ingram's really good. You, you hope get, Ingram's really good? You, is he, how long does his contract even go for him? That'd be you would just resign him. He'd be a restricted free agent, right? Someone's probably here. We should yeah. Hello? John took a call during the pod. Um, are you in the little parking <laughs> lot? This will be edited out. This will be edited out of the podcast, but just in case we forget, I love you, America. Yeah, if you're, yeah, if you're in the little parking lot, you <laughs> can just park anywhere Christina, say something on the pod. There. No, thank you. No, thank you. No, it was on the pod, Christina. <laughs> no, you won't. No. Are you sleeping? Okay, sounds Wait. good. No, it's just comfortable. The the trolling the paint podcast the, the left was recorded one. in front of a live studio audience. A live studio audience. <laughs> yeah. One Pokemon master. <laughs> All right, bye. Okay. All right then. So we're just um, gonna edit that out. So let's shut it down. Yeah, we should stop though soon. We should wrap it up. All right, final one minute each. One minute each. Final segments. Are we doing of this? what? <laughs> just talk for a minute. Whatever you want to say. I don't I'll have enough it. material to talk for a minute. Bro. Yeah, let me pull I'm up stand-up material. Let, let, me, let me pull up that Myers Leonard profile again. <laughs> <laughs> Myers Leonard, <laughs> he's a great player. I'm gonna just do Chris Vernon for an for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Okay. okay so, Timestamp. So no, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna do. I'm not gonna do. <laughs> a, you gotta a do speech. one minute, <laughs> Chris Vernon. Okay, so this this time next year, where's Anthony Davis? I'm gonna I'm gonna say on the the Brooklyn Nets. I'm gonna double down on my How Nets. How the fuck does <laughs> no, that doesn't just, make just, any sense at all? I, I'm just kidding. He's on the uh, he's on the Utah Jazz. What? Doesn't <laughs> make sense either. Anthony Davis. 
<laughs> is he on the Grizzlies? His first year going to the Boston Celtics. <laughs> They're, they got all those assets up there, and Danny Ainge, the poker master, is just sitting <laughs> in his table <laughs> waiting to play his hand. Do any of you <laughs> listeners at home happen to listen to the Ringer NBA show? If, if you did, you'll notice that we had a special guest just now, Chris Burden. <laughs> if you don't know what that what that imitation was, then good for you. <laughs> James Harden is a foul hunter. <laughs> the Ringer should produce a video called uh, James Harden Foul Hunter and make it like Mindhunter, the Netflix show. But <laughs> it's Harden and other guys who do that, the dark arts. <laughs> All right. I don't think I have a minute. I don't think I can okay. do it for a minute. This, but... this time next year, is there any other All Star in, in LA in the Lakers? Kevin Durant will be a Laker. No. Wow. <laughs> no, man, I don't think so. I, I think that Magic Johnson. You don't think is a Boogie? Idiot, you don't think Boogie will go to LA? Oh, I mean, if we're talking about he's an All Star. Like, All Stars who aren't good anymore. Sure, Boogie. Okay, we don't Boogie Cousins know. will be there on a on a four million dollar a year contract again. We don't know if Boogie's good or not. He's been practicing for a month and he hasn't played yet, so I feel like he's not good anymore. He tore his Achilles. He tore his Achilles. <laughs> he tore no, his Achilles. Rudy Gay. Rudy Gay came back. He tore his Achilles. I love Rudy Gay. You know, legendary Memphis Grizzly. <laughs> <laughs> he tore his Achilles. He tore his Achilles. <laughs> um, speaking of torn Achilles, James Harden's going to tear his in the next two weeks. That's my prediction. He's playing a lot of minutes. Okay, this time next year, where's Kawhi? Toronto so I think Raptors. Serious. We the yeah. North, baby. You're there at Clippers. I'll, I'll remind everyone listening that I asked this question before the season started. <laughs> Just like, what can Toronto do to help convince you that Kawhi can stay? And you guys said absolutely nothing. I said win the championship, which they're going to do. We yeah, the North. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll do, he'll, be, he'll be on the Clippers. Well, Running I'll through the six it. with my woes. Which I think is a poor choice by him, but he'll be on the Clippers. So yeah, Kawhi on the Clippers and LeBron and KD and the Lakers and my universe. Nah, man. Sounds great. Sounds like a fun basketball time. And the Warriors will be in LA, yeah. <laughs> trying to prove everyone that prove everyone that they don't need Kevin Durant to win, and then they'll find out that they, they actually really do. <laughs> they need to trade Draymond. <laughs> now I I saw some things about them trying to trade not trying to trade Draymond, but whether or not they should. And their defense is like. Eight points or nine points worse when he's not on the floor. Of course it is. He's still good. Position. He's just speaking. bad at basketball. I mean, he's bad at offense right now. I just I wouldn't be excited to have his next contract. No. Yeah, I mean that's uh, that's Joe Lacob's problem. <laughs> Larry Ellison. I hope Oracle does well. Okay. All right then. Um, anything else before we sign off? Nah. James Harden. <laughs> Look for our video, James Harden, Foul Hunter. Okay, well, I would for d- sure rather have my colleague James Harden. <laughs> the one thing I'll give him credit for is that he didn't buy into Chandler Parsons, which I'm glad that he didn't. Oh, oh, <laughs> that I can't believe they gave Chandler Parsons all that money. Pathetic. <laughs> Do you know how many orders of hot chicken you can get in Memphis <laughs> for twenty seven million? <laughs> Yeah. Okay, well that does it for Trolling the Paint. I'm John, joined by Trent and Will as usual. We wish you all a happy new year. Go Spurs go. <laughs> as usual, if you're still listening, thanks mom. <laughs> <laughs>